it's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. Uh, I'm not quite sure if it's good morning or good afternoon for you. I'm pretty sure it's good morning. So good morning. Um, I'm not in Mir, Alberta. I'm not in Alberta. I'm not even in Canada. I'm actually in Amsterdam right now. And there's been a few people who have been wondering and asking, why in the world would you be going to Amsterdam, Chris? And well, the answer is simple. Uh, there's some stuff going on here that's, it kind of, it sounds a lot like what's going on in Canada, but it seems to be a little bit more advanced here. And if you have been following anything in the news or really, yeah, the news for like the last 20 years, you'll find that things that happen in Europe, we find that they're kind of bonkers and nutty and they almost are surreal. And then it comes to Canada, six months or a year or two years later. So there's, I guess there's a couple of reasons why I'm here. Number one, um, I want the people back home, you people back home in Canada and actually wherever you're watching from, I want you to see what's going on here. And not on the news and not with some, you know, just nameless person. Well, not nameless because I always say their name. Not with some stranger. I want it to be coming from me. Someone you know. You've met me likely. Uh, you've been to my restaurant. You know I'm a real person. And here I am um, trying to get some information about what's going on in Europe to bring home to you. That's the first reason. Uh, the second reason is because if you remember when we had that... Remember that little convoy that happened in Ottawa? Just a little tiny convoy we did. Yeah, the the Dutch, they really had our backs. Um, they were waving Canadian flags and they were convoying out here and they were just, they were 100% behind us. And I kind of want to return the favor. They're facing some tough times here. Um, just for example, uh, the Dutch government wants to, wants farmers to stop using enough nitrogen fertilizer uh, so to have proper crop yields. They are telling the people of Holland that they have to stop doing things like existing in order to prevent climate change. They are pursuing this idea of net zero at all costs, regardless of how it impacts human beings. Does this stuff sound familiar? It should sound familiar because it's on our doorstep as well. But as you'll see, probably in the next you know few days or a week or whatever, uh, it's a lot farther advanced here, and you're going to see that this isn't just a uh, a policy for our our individual nations. This is a policy coming from external to our governments, from people who we do not elect, who aren't accountable to us, and they are influencing our governments and having them create policy that is very bad for us as human beings. Also, I enjoy beer, and I heard they have good beer in Holland, so I'm going to try that out. And I'm going to try some German beer too. Maybe even try some Ukrainian beer, some Polish beer. Just try a whole bunch of different European beers. That's actually why I'm here. It's just for the beer. Just kidding. Uh, and to answer another question, no, this isn't a vacation for me. Uh, I don't have hotels booked. I don't have rental cars. I don't have anything like that. I am flying by the seat of my pants right now. I am 
I'm just going to have a nap on a a guy who I just met today, his couch. He's been gracious enough to host me in his home. And uh, yeah, it's I just have a 10-day trip plan where I'm doing nothing but meeting people and talking with them and trying to get some answers and some truth. So that's what's going on. Anyway, miss you, Alberta. But uh, I don't miss you enough to stay on this live and not have any more sleep. So I'm going to get to sleep. And then I'm going to go see what Amsterdam's like tonight and maybe do some more videos for you and uh, get on with the trip. See you later. It's kind of bumpy. That's okay. Yeah, it says live. Are we live? Yeah. Hopefully this uh, nice European SIM card does the trick. There, it's working. Cool. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. And obviously, I'm not at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. I'm in Holland. With my new friend, Jasper. Hello, people. Welcome to the Netherlands. And we're standing in Amsterdam. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's beautiful. This place is amazing. There's lots of cool stuff here, lots of cool people. Nether uh, Amsterdam has an interesting scent. It smells familiar. I'm not, <laughs> I can't quite, I can't put my finger on it. I'll, I will explain if you want to. Yeah, sure. What, what does Amsterdam smell like? Jasper? Amsterdam is famous for the coffee shops and everybody on the street is smoking weed. So that's the Amsterdam scent. Wow. <laughs> weed at coffee shops, eh? Can you get coffee there? Probably you can get coffee, but it's not where you <laughs> the thing that you want to buy over there. Well, it sounds like fun to me. It is. If you're touristy and you want to have fun, it's uh, it's fun in the, uh, there are coffee shops all over the place. But I don't think we're here for the coffee shop, Chris. No, definitely not. I uh, I wanted to come to Amsterdam and have a chat with some folks here because I saw some stuff. Uh, not actually on the news, but on social media about what the government's doing here and how the people are responding and how the government is responding to how the people are responding. And it made me, uh, it made me realize that this issue we're having in Canada and what you're having here, it's not specific to our individual countries. And it, it seems as though uh, this is a global thing. It actually is. Some pronouncements are maybe different, but every country has the same problem. Maybe a bit differently or they're pointing at something else. But it doesn't matter where you are, if it's Canada or somewhere in Europe, now in Amsterdam or in Australia, everybody has the same... I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, <laughs> but authoritative governments putting in measures and they say it's it's for your own good, but uh, yeah, everybody has the same same issues, and that's why uh, uh, we're happy to invite Chris over and show Amsterdam and what's going on in the Netherlands and further down in Europe, of course. Well, so far this has been fantastic, and I've uh, been in contact with quite a few people who want to talk about some of this stuff. So, basically, what what I'm seeing here is the same as what we're seeing in Canada. It's a it's a group of uh, unelected, unaccountable people.
who are using their power to influence governments all across the world. And they're implementing things like, well, I mean, vax passes, that's obviously a, a hot topic these days. Uh, vaccine mandates, uh, net zero policies for carbon dioxide, which, uh, as we discussed earlier, has impacted the Netherlands quite quite a bit, eh? Yeah. I mean, I saw your, your power bill was, what was it, 52 cents a kilowatt hour? <laughs> I'm not sure, but they're raising it every half half year. And, uh, of course, we're in, in Europe, and, and, and the war is going on between Ukraine and Russia, and uh, we're getting gas supplies from Russia, which is now being cut off of uh, the harsh treatments and uh, yeah, we need to get some gas from somewhere else around the world, and of course, that's more expensive. So our price is going up like crazy. Inflation is going up, uh, and we see it in our electric bills. Yeah, I saw. So your your power bill, your electricity was fifty two cents a kilowatt hour. Mine's twenty two cents, and I was pissed off about that because it used to be six cents yeah. a kilowatt hour. And I read that letter you sent. Uh, you, you let me see that the power company sent you, and they're raising it to 85 cents a kilowatt hour. So we got some problems in Canada, and they got some problems in Europe. And and one of the reasons I wanted to come here is because what happens in Europe, it's almost like looking into a crystal ball for what's going to happen in Canada, right? Correct. Um, what what happens here? The policies that are implemented here, they most of the time end up in Canada. And I, I can remember like 10 years ago hearing about things that was, was going on in Europe and thinking, that's crazy, why would they do that? They're just going to hurt themselves, right? And then next thing you know, a year or two years later, it's happening in Canada. So that's, I want to I be here and I want to talk to people and find out what's going on and what the people think about it because this is coming to Canada and uh, if we don't stand up and do something and say enough is enough and quit complying with the, I, 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 I guess... I'm going to be called a conspiracy theorist, but the globalist agenda. It is. Um, we're in for a really rough ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, our, our electrical bills are trains. Our electrical bills are rising, but we see this inflation in the whole of Europe going massively. It's not only the, the, the gas who's been coming up from um, Russia throughout the pipeline uh, to Germany and spread out to the Netherlands, but a, a big part of Europe. Um, the, we have nuclear power stations in the Netherlands, in Germany, in France, and, and somehow they're all under construction and maintenance at the same time. So you see they're driving up the prices and uh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's not surprising to see that it's happening throughout the whole Europe. And yeah, what's happening here, it's going to happen in Canada and, what's going, and it's going to happen in Australia and probably in America as well. So, so I, I, noted, I picked up on something and I'm sure people picked up on it as well. You said they are driving the prices up. Now there will be some people out there who are madly pounding at their keyboards, slamming Red Bulls uh, and screaming at me that it's not the government doing this, it's the market. Now. If that's the case, if the market is doing these things, I would say that at this time, across the entire planet, we have the most inept, inexperienced, uh, 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 useless, or pardon me, inefficient, useless governments that the world has ever seen. Because for all of these things to happen just by chance, just by circumstance, and not have 
you know, these millions and billions of very smart people able to do things that put us on a path to prosperity as humanity, I would say we have a very serious problem. So whether you believe that this is being done purposely to increase the cost of things to the point we can't uh, we can't exist, mm -hmm. uh, or you believe that it's just the market doing it itself, um, we got to do something about it because if we keep going down this path, we're going to have a big problem. And that's why, for example, in the Dutch government, we had uh, during the uh, uh, COVID came in and we had a minister of health. He dropped down because uh, he, he fainted. And then we got a new uh, minister of health. It's called uh, by name Hugo de Jonge. We've been uh, pressing hard all the, uh, the lockdowns of, for the measurements. Uh, now the, the virus is a bit going less and the same uh, uh, doctor type of uh, minister has now shifted in a place and he is now the minister of housing. And with the same pronouncements he is putting regulation on houses or whatever and now he's First he was like doctor experience and now he knows everything about houses. So maybe it's not about health and it's not about houses. It's just a front, <laughs> as we call it, I'm not sure if I'm, a, I'm, 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 in Holland we do a lot of swearing and I'm not swearing, but yeah, it's, it's just a, a puppet in front of uh, a, a government which has been elected uh, and they've been giving us a letter, just read this in front of the camera and hope people will buy it. So when you talk about the government, uh, how, how many parties did you say you have here in Holland? Oh, and now in Paas. Should we cross? Yeah. By the way, people, we're in, in the city of Amsterdam, city center, and we're now walking on Dam Square, where uh, 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 you will see later on, you will see the royal palace. Exactly. This is the royal palace of our king. Um, this is where our freedom, if we turn around on the other side, on that side, there's the uh, 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 Freedom Monument. So uh, after the World that War, that structure is the Freedom Monument. Yeah. The, uh, every time, every year, uh, uh, we're uh, thinking about World War and remember it on this square. And even on this square, I got to tell you something about that. So we ha we sell we uh, observe Remembrance Day in Canada mm -hmm. to remember the fallen, those who gave their lives for our freedoms. Yeah. Our Prime Minister doesn't attend. Okay. He goes on a vacation and leaves Canada and doesn't attend anything to do with our veterans or honoring the how fallen or anything like that in our country. How shameful. It's, it is shameful. It's absolutely but shameful. Th the last couple or last two years with the measurements, our, the, uh, our uh, royal, our King Willem Alexander and the democratic elected uh, uh, people in the parliament could remember the world war here. But burn were not allowed. We were supposed to stay at home and watch by television. This whole square is now midnight, actually after midnight, so it's a bit quiet in Amsterdam during the week. Uh, but it was it was empty like this, and it's supposed to be full of people still remembering what happened almost 80 years ago. So it's, it's it's supposed to be for the people and not for the elite. So I was really mad. And this is a you know this is. I imagine it's a little bit different for 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 the Netherlands because we, you're right in the you're, Netherlands is right in the middle of the conflict. Like things are happening all around them, and these atrocities were right next door, right? The German the Germans came in here. By the way, we're over it, but we still want to remember what's going on before because we we want to protect our future by remembering 
what happened, it's it's some sort of protection for the future. So you can forgive and move on, but you don't forget. We won't forget. Well, in Canada, it seems like a lot of people, including our Prime Minister, have forgotten. And they're going down a path that uh, I believe has the potential to, to make what was fought for all for naught. Yeah. Should we keep walking? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> uh, depends on what, where, where you want to go. Over there is a red light district. What's a red light district? Does that mean there's lots of stoplights? We should check that out. Yeah. Sounds interesting. <laughs> the red light districts are red. <laughs> By the way. Where there's the books are? Horse. Books. Ah, yes. Library district. Red light library district. <laughs> okay. Well, what else is around here? Uh, no, you were actually in city center over if we're going on that way. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Amsterdam train station. Um, you're middle in the shopping street, so uh, this over there is the old church. The royal family has been buried there. Um, the Netherlands, the royal Netherlands, the family of the royal Netherlands, Willem Alexander. Uh, it's been actually been buried there, and our queen is uh, uh, been maximized, been married in that church. Oh, okay. So over there we've got a big shopping mall. It's called the Bijenkorf. Not that interesting. And after the uh, uh, Freedom Monument, it's uh, it's one of the one of the most luxury hotels, the uh, Krasnopol Ski Hotel. Uh, on the other side we've got Madame Tussauds. So. <laughs> well, you know what? In Amsterdam, you got to go and at least walk through the red light district and see what it's all about, right? Oh, but we're probably not allowed to film everybody. No, 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 we okay. won't film. Everybody. Okay. No. So, um, by the way, I'm Jasper. I'm a journalist for CommonSenseTV.nl, and I'm showing Chris a bit around here. Yes, it's nice to have a guide, and uh, Jasper has very generously offered his place for me to stay at for a few nights, and he cooked me an awesome supper tonight, so thank you very much. Good morning, welcome. So, uh, getting back to the farmers. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that really kind of compelled me to come here was I was watching those videos of of farmers actually, like their tractors being flipped over by excavators, and they were shooting at them. Uh, not at the moment, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's happened a, a couple of months ago. There was this farmer protest, and uh, a young guy, a young farmer, 16, was driving his tractor, and uh, uh, he was a bit shocked. And uh, the police gave a statement. The police shot at him. Gave a statement that. Uh, and uh, he was driving into them of over the police which gave them the okay sign to shout but he was just driving away on a roundabout luckily it was filmed by uh, from all kinds of corners and uh, so uh, quickly uh, came in that uh, 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 the police were wrong and actually um, the of course and actually the uh, um, because everybody filmed uh, that that accident of incident, um, the guy, the former from 16 years old, came free of uh, charges, and actually the police were charged with shot. So. Uh, so how much farther do we have to go before we can't film? We will see. Uh, I think <laughs> maybe a minute to five. Okay. So. Uh, farmers are getting a tough time. Why are they in the streets and their tractors? Yeah, they're, they're 
for a couple of years now, uh, farmers are um, really uh, on themselves. They want to produce food, take care of the livestock, and be on their own. So Sounds like terrorists to me. They want to farm. <laughs> That's terrible, terrifying. Yeah, they want to produce food because the Netherlands is one of the biggest ag agriculture growers and suppliers to the rest of the world. And how many people in the in, uh, Netherlands? Living in the Netherlands? Yeah. There are almost 18 million people in living in this small little country. 18 million. That's almost five times as many as in Alberta and probably close to about the same area. So I would say farming is pretty important here. It is. It's, it's, it's a source of income. Two-thirds of the land has been owned by the farmers and we produce high-end quality food. Potatoes, uh, um, some tomatoes we grow, uh, uh, dairy farms we produce a lot of cheeses, uh, we have a lot of uh, pigs for, uh, for meat but also to supply for example to Italy and Spain for making ham, serrano ham or a parma ham. Um, yeah, we're supplying a lot of uh, um, food to the world and uh, they want to have that stopped and by giving it, yeah, your, your cow is farting so that's carbon emission and you need to stop farming. Um, they want to kick it out and bring in the land. And they want to do the same thing as they did in Sri Lanka which was reduce the amount of uh, ammonia based uh, ni uh, nitrogen fertilizer, right? Yeah, that's that's the second issue which they, they came up because they uh, need to have a license. Uh, they need to have license for all kinds of sort, nitrogen, uh, uh, nitrogen emissions, uh, what was the word that you were saying? Ammonia. Ammonia emissions. And um, if you're taking these license away, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to uh, listen. This is one of the cha how you call it? Canals? Canal. Canals. <laughs> Herring. This is uh, it's closed now, but it's a Dutch herring shop where uh, uh, they sell herring. Hello. 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 So in Canada, in Canada, we use herring as bait for yeah. bigger fish. <laughs> now, in, in here, it's it's uh, one of the traditions uh, and, and and local foods. We uh, uh, fishermen go up uh, to the North Sea, um, getting a. <laughs> And the bike taxi is coming in Amsterdam. Hey. There you go. <laughs> I'm from Canada. And you're living? Yeah. You do this for a living or do No, I'm a, I serve hamburgers for a living. <laughs> it's true. Nice. You're welcome. Um, basically, we've got uh, our farmers are really great people. And for for getting on the streets, taking your tractors, leave your farm behind to make a point to the government, that's a big hassle. And uh, that on itself should say, should say enough. So we had something similar happen in Canada. Uh, that our government put in some policies that threatened the livelihoods of our truckers, yeah. which are the backbone of every country. Yeah. And the truckers did that. They, you know, they took their trucks and they took them out of out of work and out of the supply chain and they drove to Ottawa, thousands of them. So that our, there's a red light there, what does that mean? <laughs> well, they, went, they went to Ottawa so that they could have a conversation with our government about the policies they were making. Our government didn't even come out. The Prime Minister hid, he had fake COVID for the 14th time, right after his uh, boosters. It's always and a he hid. 
he wouldn't have a conversation. And then uh, it's come out through an inquiry that we had that the government was actually communicating internally, telling the ministers to call the truckers terrorists so that they could impair them. Yeah. They didn't even come out and talk to them. And these, these people, they, there was hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people there over the course of a month. And they, they, our government didn't even listen. So is the government listening here? No, they're not. There are, there are tens of thousands of people going into the streets all the time. It's months. Uh, uh, but they're labeled as terrorists as well. Uh, um, uh, how you say it? Uh, they've been labeled as terrorists as well by the Department of Justice and Security. They've got a, a, a branch office. This is not uh, just bringing out reports and they're saying, listen up, you're terrorists. You, uh, you need to shut up. Bank accounts, accounts are being closed from uh, protest organizations. Sound familiar? Uh, actually, I'm doing court cases as well, so um, I'm filming in court these cases, and uh, your, your mouth is dropping what you hear about us. Um, if you're going into a coffee shop and you're getting stoned in Holland, which uh, happens a lot, uh, um, you call your... Uh, your mental, mental physics is it's called, in Dutch, if you translate it, wappy. And so stoners are called Vapis. Vapis. And of course, uh, people in politics are saying all these protests are whoppy, they're crazy, they're sniffing around drugs and stuff, they're terrorists. Does that sound familiar? In Canada, um, there's been some, some stuff circulating where the College of Physicians and Surgeons in Ontario, they actually suggested that doctors may um, declare people who are vaccine hesitant as having mental disorders and treat them with pharmaceuticals so that they would accept and be compliant. Yeah. And this this kind of talk is happening all over Canada where those who speak out against the government or have a different opinion or actually just want to pay attention to facts instead of some, you know, ideological bullshit that a globalist organization is pushing, they are making they're telling people that they're crazy. Our premier in Alberta, he including the prime minister which you saw, used uh, name calling to, to try and turn the rest of the people against this small yeah. fringe minority with unacceptable views. That's what I love. If you're going in Holland at least, and I guess it's the whole world, uh, they hate it when you're uh, speaking up um, uh, against the government. They rather have groups mixed up and fighting each other so they can do whatever they want. And that's, yeah, putting groups up against each other, calling their names. Uh, actually, um, uh, uh, our Prime Minister Margaret told us, and if I'm telling it, translating it, to shut the fuck up to the whole people. Uh, the health minister said, you, you're, you're allowed to go to see a football match, stay uh, one and a half meters apart, and just sit your ass down. These words were standardly bad used by the elites. So I don't think these are the words the elites should talk about to the citizens. And what was the impact of that? Did it cause uh, friction between the people in the Netherlands? Uh, I think it's more like with common sense, people were saying that's not the, the voice of, of an elite and the, the voice became bigger by it. And actually, when they were allowed in the football stadium, the, they were chanting 
for uh, uh, the health minister to sh to shut down to shut his mouth. Wow. So uh, they're, they're <laughs> in the United States, they were chanting "Let's go, Brandon." Same thing, same <laughs> thing, same thing. So I've made a video about that. So let's go, Brandon, FGB, and then eventually in our stadium, shut your mouth and sit down. Prime of a health minister Hugo de Jonge. So it was fun. So the point of, of uh, this conversation and what I really want to uh, get through to everybody is that if you are one of the small fringe minority with unacceptable views and those unacceptable views meaning, you know, you believe in freedom, you believe in free choice, uh, self-determination, those kind of things, you know, those fringe beliefs, you're not alone. You're not. And, and That's what I'm, uh, they want you to believe because that will silence you, but you're not. The, uh, <laughs> that's exactly the thing they want to divide us and make you feel small. But if you look, and, and especially from our platform, uh, a news and opinion platform, if we see how many people are supporting us, uh, they're, uh, they're having a, a hard time and still a hard time to come. Do you have much English content on there? I saw a couple English videos. Uh, uh, I've got a couple of English videos. Uh, my platform, of our platform, is is based and 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 uh, for the Netherlands. But of course, there are some global things happening. Which we, uh, yeah, movies we, we translate with Dutch subtitles and vice versa. And we uh, uh, um, actually, I spoke to a Canadian as well. So we're and and that's in English. So, so where, where, do, where do where do they find that? If you, uh, for my personal YouTube account, you go to YouTube Common Sense Jasper, and uh, if you search on on Google at Jasper CSTV, you will find all my uh, my stuff. So at Jasper CSTV Common Sense TV, and uh, our website is uh, is uh, the Common Sense TV .nl. So you find all our news and opinions uh, written by my my and my 15 colleagues. So you should check that out. Check out the English videos or maybe uh, sit down with one of your Dutch friends and have them translate for you. In the meantime, I'm going to go do some more sightseeing, but I just want to make sure that you didn't miss the point that uh, if you are one of the small fringe minority who believe in freedom and self-determination and you don't want to go down a, a globalist path that, that ends with you owning nothing and being happy, forced to comply, otherwise your digital ID and currencies turn off, which is what, they, what is coming. Um, Actually, the, the CBDC has been, still been talking around in our, our parliament, so it's still going on. Our uh, new health minister, the third in, in, in COVID period, is still want to have this uh, special laws with, with saying, now we've got an emergency put in place. So it's still going on. And they want to put it sneaky somewhere when so nobody is watching. But we're watching and we're putting it on, on our website. It's like our, our gun laws. They're trying to sneak some stuff into our gun laws so that we become like the Netherlands and nobody has guns. But... It didn't happen yet. So anyway, they will, they will, they will. So keep on watching and speak out the truth. Yes, absolutely. And uh, ju just know that you're not crazy. You're not. You don't need to be um, drugged or fixed in any way if you if you believe in freedom. And there's people all over the world who think just the way you are. And this is not something that's just happening in Canada. It's happening everywhere. And uh, I really think we've got to start paying attention. And pay attention to stuff that's happening in places like Europe, where it's a little bit more, it's a little more advanced. It's it's happening faster, so that we can prevent it from happening. 
Yeah, we're 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 uh, wanna our our elite, our our parliament wanna be a front of everything, showing how good they, they are. So in Holland, we're most of the time uh, smacking around, uh, getting smacked around with the uh, measures, new laws, new rules by this globalistic uh, for uh, yeah elites. Well, I've had enough of big government. I said enough is enough a couple of years ago. I'm going to continue to do that, and I'm going to go and talk to as many people everywhere I can who are saying the same thing so that everyone knows they're not alone and they got the courage to do it themselves. So. Perfect, Chris. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll do it again. But in the meantime, let's go uh, <laughs> do some sightseeing where we're not allowed to film. <laughs> we're going to the red light districts and the girls uh, standing in front of the windows. There is no, that's, there's none of that there. Okay. No, it's none of that. It's just libraries. So, <laughs> so we're not allowed to film, but we want to have the touristy stuff. Yes, we're going to go check out the library district, and we'll be back later on this evening with an update. Okay.